Hey everybody, um, it's Kim Peek here and I want to welcome you to the Hope in the Pain podcast and I have to tell you, I've had a pretty good day. I don't know about you, but um, there's been some good things, there's been some hard things, but today what I want to focus on is a quote that I read not long ago and I thought it really pertained to Hope in the Pain and a lot of the things that we've talked about. So glad to have you along and let's dig in. I don't know if you're on social media. I love Instagram, honestly. And the reason I love it is because you can follow the people and see the things that you're interested in. I follow um, some athletes. I follow some fitness folks. I follow some cooking folks. And I follow a lot of Christian people. And that's kind of what I enjoy um, just being inspired by and learning about. And so not long ago, one of the accounts that I follow, which is filled with quotes, and I love me a good quote. And this quote was um, really resonated with me. And I just want to read it to you. It says, the sooner you ditch old baggage, the sooner you realize your new dreams. And I just love that. And the reason I love that is because there's really two parts of that quote, right? The first is letting go of the old, the baggage. And the second part is how important it is to have dreams. And then we can actually realize those dreams. So let's dig in. Um, We're going to talk about these um, two parts um, each separately. And we're going to start with letting go. Again, it says the sooner you ditch your old baggage. I love how it says that. And by the way, this um, quote um, that they had was author unknown. So I have no idea who should get credit for saying this. There's someone that's out there and um, I, I wish I knew who it was. But you know, the first part again, I like how they say this, the sooner you ditch your old baggage. You know, just even the way you say it when you say it out loud makes you want to get rid of it. Ditch your old baggage. And to me, that's all about letting go. Now, we talk about um, kind of pain on this podcast as far as a lot of the ramifications, a lot of how we can be encouraged to live as strong as we can, even if we're in the midst of pain. And we talk about Um, what we have to do to have a good life in the midst of dealing with pain. And, you know, one of the things that we definitely have to do is to let go of some things. And um, the way I see it is that we have to let go of how things used to be and really accept how things are. And that's a letting go process for me. I've been through it. Um, in some big ways. And there's also ways that come up little ways as I go through. And really it's kind of a cycle of that, right? Of um, letting go of the old and, and accepting what is, right? What is the reality? And then the second part we're going to talk about though, but still having our new dreams. So I want to talk about letting go Um, in kind of two different ways. The first is our physical space and the second is our emotional space. And, you know, this is definitely not covering everything there is to 
um, ditching our old baggage. But these were really two areas that I've thought a lot about that I've dealt with. And so I wanted to um, kind of put them out there to you so you can see how and if um, they apply to your life and what you want to let go of, what you want to ditch so you can move on to uh, realize your dreams. And I look at it as dreams and goals. I'm definitely a goal girl. In fact, one of my friends uh, listened to this podcast, uh, previous podcast when I was talking about goals, and she now calls me goal girl. And I don't think she realizes how awesome I really um, love and think that. So let's talk about your physical space. Now, I'm not going to talk about um, a lot of things about the physical space. What I want to talk about is specifically about letting go of things in our physical space. Now, um, when you deal with pain, um, if it's a specific situation, right, then that's one thing. If it's a chronic situation that you're basically going to live with, um, uh, for an extended period of time, or maybe your whole life, then you look at um, what you need to let go of in your physical space a different way. The longer we have a situation dealing with pain, the more we have to adapt our physical space, right? Um, and for me, that's meant a lot of things. Um, and I just wanted to share a few of the small ways um, right now. So um, I don't know about you, but, um, there's stuff in my house, right? I mean, there's stuff behind me. Um, just the stuff behind me, um, is, is, but a very small part of my physical space and the stuff I have. But you know what, when we have physical stuff, right? In our physical spaces, that means that we need to take time, energy, and money to take care of those things. And actually, my next podcast is going to really focus on the stuff we have, right? So I'm not going to go into that a lot today, except to say that when we have a lot of stuff and when we have stuff that we're holding on to that we don't need anymore, that we can't use anymore, uh, for whatever reason, it causes stress and anxiety. Now, I don't know about you. But um, the more I can reduce stress and anxiety in my life, the better I feel, the better my relationships are, especially my close relationships. The more I have time for things I want to do. Um, but again, I just want you to look around your house and look and think about if your stuff is causing you stress and anxiety. You may be thinking, why I'm saying stuff can cause stress and anxiety. So as I walk around my house, there's a few areas of my house where I kind of have just put things, right? And piled up things or, you know, in this closet or um, like my mudroom right now is not a pretty sight. Also, the closet with my clothes is, it's not a ugly sight, but I know that I need to go through it because there are several things I really need to get rid of. Um, and so there's just too much stuff there, right? And then in my guest room, my guest room, um, especially the closet, is just kind of a catch-all, right? And I need to go through it and I need to 
get that straightened out. So um, also at the top of my stairs, I have a bench that I usually just set the laundry basket when I'm um, having clothes, um, either that's going to go downstairs to be washed or has come upstairs and needs to be put away. But right now that bench is overflowing with stuff. Okay. Um, There's a couple other places and you know what? It just causes me stress when I see that, right? And there's just things I know I need to go through and organize and purge. And I don't always have enough energy to do as much as I would like to do. Now, I'm not a hoarder by any means. Um, And if you walk through my house, you would probably think it looks um, pretty good, in pretty good shape. Um, So it's not to the degree that it's it's terrible uh, that my husband and my son are saying, whoa, what's going on here? Of course, it would take a lot for them to notice, I think. Um, but it is too much and it is in disarray. It needs to be organized and it needs to be purged. So what do we do if because of our situation, we don't have enough energy or because of our pain, we're not able to, to go through um our stuff and really do a good purge so that what we're living with is really serving us. One of the things that I'm going to encourage you to do in the next episode, when I talk specifically about all of our stuff and organizing, is to get a team, to ask some people, maybe it's one person, maybe it's a couple of people to help you. And we're going to talk about how to do that. So, Here's what I invite you to do before the next episode. Number one, walk around your house. Just go around and look at the different rooms, the different um, closets you have, and um, maybe write down a list or make a mental note of the areas that you know you want to have in better shape um, and, and go through so that the things you have are actually the things you want to have. And I know that there are a lot of things that I have that I'm going to get rid of because they served a great purpose for me at one point, but my life's changed. I'm older. My situation has changed. You know, um, my youngest is going to go off to college next year. So we're truly going to have an empty nest. Um, And because of my MS, there are some things that I don't need anymore. I, um, just can't use them anymore for whatever reason. And so I want to go through my house and have fewer things. I want the things that I have, again, to serve me, to to be beautiful in my home, to be things I can use and to not have, you know, an overstuffed closet, but to be able to go into any closet in my house and it's in good shape so that I can take out what I, um, want to use so that everything has a place in my home and it's easy to keep up. And I think that's really the key. We want to ditch our old baggage. We want to purge all the stuff we don't need. And what that does is really help us build an anxiety-free life. Not that we'll ever be completely anxiety-free, but we can live in a way that our physical space and our belongings are not causing us stress. And that's the goal. So again, I'm inviting you to walk around your house, make a list, make a mental note of the places you'd like to, 
you know, go through, to go through and to purge, to organize. And then I want you to think realistically, uh, can you do that? Whatever your situation is. And if not, start thinking of maybe uh, one or two or three people you could ask to come over, be a team to help you. And maybe in one day you go through your house and they help you uh, by boxing things up and uh, you can have that beautiful, organized, stress-free home. And again, if uh, maybe your home is uh, in more disarray than you think would take a day, that's okay. Uh, you can make a plan. And again, we're going to talk about that in the next episode. But I really wanted to um, just let you know um, that when we ditch our old baggage, we really need to look at our physical space. And I'm right there with you. So the things I'm going to talk about on the next episode are things that I am actively and currently doing in my own home because it's just that time to purge. It's time to ditch the old baggage, to get rid of the things I can't use anymore. I don't need anymore. And I just want to be just calm in my space. You know, when we have too much stuff or when things are really disorganized, it gives us a frazzled mind. It really does. And we need to make sure that our home, um, our place that we spend a lot of our time is just calming. It's a refuge. It's a place we want to be and we feel comfortable and we can rest and um, we're not stressed. I want to put a caveat there. You know, I know some people and in my experience, they're usually really creative people. Now I'm not saying they have to be, I'm just saying that's what I've noticed. I know some creative people that their desk looks like a tornado hit it, but they know where every single thing is. And that's just how they kind of work and they, that's their, their vibe. And I can't do that, but I'm not saying that um, everyone has to be like me, definitely. What I am saying is that you need to make your home a place, again, where you feel calm, where you're not anxious about everything going on, where you're not always thinking, I need to go through that closet or I need to rearrange the kitchen. You want to be able to have a home that you love, especially when you're going through pain. A lot of times what that means is, you're in your home more than you ever were. And so you want that to be just a really great place that you want to be. The next space I want to talk about is our emotional space. And you know, um, I'm not going to get in the, into this too much. I'm not an expert in this by any means. But what I do realize, and, and I realize about myself, is that in my emotions, in my emotional um, space, you could call it, I just realized that I need to deal with things as they come, right? Whether it's grieving the loss of something um, that I can't do anymore, whether it's, um, you know, having to change the way I do things and that just kind of puts my emotions in a tailspin. Um, things like that, I need to realize really um, can become baggage that I need to deal with. Maybe it's not... Um, 
different emotions that I have as I'm dealing with what I'm going through now, as far as my EMS, maybe it's things from my past, right? So whether it's things that you're dealing with now because of your situation, or whether you're dealing with emotions from the past, you need to realize this is baggage that if we continue to carry it around, will be so heavy for us. It will not only affect our emotions, it's going to affect our physical situation as well. And those emotions don't just, you know, kind of turn around in our minds and our hearts, they grow, right? Um, And so those negative emotions, if we don't deal with them, they just grow and they cause us more and more um, inner conflict. And that also often becomes outer conflict with, um, with our relationship. So again, this can be old baggage that we need to deal with and we need to ditch. Again, I am not a, um, expert in this field at all. I, I think I'm becoming an expert on my own emotions, hopefully, but, um, You know, a lot of times, um, if you're dealing with those things, going to see a counselor is a great step. Um, There's a book that is really good that I just recently read called um, Owning Your Past, Changing Your Future. And it just kind of walks you through a lot of these different things in life and helps you deal with them. Um, And again, I would just encourage you to do something to get those emotions out of the inner turmoil that's causing you, whether it's talking with someone, um, a friend, a counselor, whether it's reading a book, um, there are a lot of ways we can deal with our emotions. And I just encourage you to start dealing with them, um, even by writing them down and getting them out of your mind and your heart so that you can see how you need to deal with them so that you can ditch that old baggage so that you can move on to um, the the life you want to have. So we've talked about our physical space and our emotional space. And again, I um, am doing this podcast because I'm right there with you. I am going through my house organizing, purging. Sometimes my mom comes over and helps me, which is amazing. Um, emotional space. What I found with MS is that, um, there are cycles that go, right? Um, there's a lot of losses when you have a disease, when you have a long-term health issue. Uh, there's loss when, when someone passes away, there's loss when you lose a job. Um, there's loss in so many situations And so we really need to make sure we're we're dealing with that. Otherwise, it just drags us down more and more. And you know what? If we keep those emotions inside, those negative emotions, and don't deal with them somehow, they grow and then they come out in ways we don't want them to, right? Um, That's where, you know, we hear um, a lot of the things that come to our mind are, right, drinking, drugs, different things like that. But um, too much shopping, too much eating junk food, um, too too much sleep, not exercising. There, There is an infinite list of ways that we can turn to destructive things um, if we're not dealing with our emotions and making sure we're ditching that old baggage. So that's the first part of that quote. 
And remember what it says, the sooner you ditch your old baggage. So we want to ditch what is not serving us, whether it's things in our house, belongings we own, or it's emotions that we need to deal with. But next, remember the second part of that quote said, the sooner you can realize your dreams. Now, I thought this was interesting. And again, to me, dreams, goals intertwined, at least for my life. I don't know about you. But I was thinking about our situations when we're dealing with pain, um, especially when we have a chronic pain or a lifetime of pain ahead of us. Um, you know, having dreams and goals can can seem really difficult, right? Because it's like, are we going to be able to have any dreams or goals in the future because of the situation we're in? And I'm here to say, yes, we need dreams. We need goals no matter what our age is, no matter what condition our bodies or our health are in. We need dreams and goals. So let me just say a few things about this. And and I hope this will resonate with you. Um, And again, I have to tell you, I almost always have a list of goals I'm working on. And you know, that's been hard. And I haven't had that as much. And I've really been trying to get back to that, right? And I've actually written down all the areas of goals that I would have if I didn't have MS right now. And I'm trying to think about how that's changing with my MS, right? I don't want to just see life pass me by because I have a disease, right? Um, I have a lot of limitations, right? My disability causes a lot of limitations, but that doesn't mean I can't make some goals and have some dreams. And so I thought about this, um, depending on where you're at, depending on where I'm at. And for me, that's really a day-to-day thing. Some days um, are pretty bad. Some days um, are better than than that. And, um, you know, I've had days where I don't even get dressed, right? I am doing so poorly that really the goal for the day is to get up and brush my teeth. And that sounds really bad, um, but that's really true that I have days like that. But then I have other days that um, I have to say are definitely better than that. Um, You know, I was able um, to go to church and go to lunch yesterday, which was amazing. Um, I came home then and I took a nap. Um, But to just get up and get out, you know, this podcast is a huge goal for me. And Again, and I've mentioned this before, you know, I have people that contact me that I'm able to listen to what they're going through and pray for them. And in fact, I just had a friend last night text me about um, kind of something that crept up in her health. And I have to tell you, I'm so concerned about her. And I've really been praying. I've been keeping in touch with her through text. And, um, and it's just someone that I really um, am resonating with. In fact, the first thing she said in her text to me is, I think I understand much more the pain you go through because of what's happening. And, you know, that's something that we can really understand each other about. And, and so that's a big goal for me. That's a big dream of mine. 
having this podcast and and hearing from people that are listening to it. And I and I hope that if you are someone that um, is listening to this podcast, which of course you are, because otherwise you wouldn't have heard me say that. But I hope that you'll think about someone you could share it with, someone that's going through their own pain, um, and share this podcast. You know, there's past episodes they can listen to. But to have that encouragement when you're going through pain is one of the most important things a person can have. And one of the biggest reasons I wanted to do this podcast is because I think the worst thing we can feel is that we're alone. I just think that's the worst thing, um, especially when we're going through pain, is to is to feel alone in that journey. And so that is really one of the main reasons of doing this podcast. And, and it's a big goal of mine. And so I've been, you know, so happy that I can do this podcast. But again, whether your goal is um, like mine on a really bad day to brush your teeth or whether your goal is to get back to work, you know, because you're going through something, uh, a pain, an illness or whatever, but your goal is to get back to work. Those goals are very different, but they're both very important. And the range of goals between brushing your teeth and getting back to work are infinite, really. So again, I just encourage you, you want to make dreams, you want to make goals, you want to have those that you're always working towards because that keeps you going. And even if you're not sure, you know, where you are going, really, like you're you're not sure if you're going to get back to work. You still want to have uh, goals. And again, goals can be anything. Um, they can be a daily goal, a weekly goal, a yearly goal, um, a long-term goal. Um, what those are, you need to make them because they're going to keep you going. I know for me, I am doing so many things um, health-wise. I, I've gone to more doctors you know, in the last couple few years that I've probably gone to my whole life. And, and my goal is um, to, to just do all I can so that this illness, my MS, does not progress, right? And so that's a huge goal of mine. Um, and I work on it every single day. Finally, without goals, we get depressed, right? Because when you have a goal, when you have a dream that you're working towards, you have hope and you have a reason to keep going. If we don't have goals and dreams, whatever they look like, however big or small they may be, we, we just kind of languish. We, we, we just kind of are there and, and we get more and more down on life, down on ourselves, our relationships, just have a hard time keep going, right? Um, because we're just we're we're just in no man's land. We we aren't doing anything, and so I just encourage you, um, like I did on Let It Go. I also have some um, things I want to invite you to do for um, realizing your goals and dreams. And the first is is to write some out, right? And again, I kind of put mine in categories in my house, in my health, um, my relationships, um, you know, the things I would like to do. Um, and again, most of those for me are look a lot different than they did a few years ago. And I have a lot more limitations and I need to realize that. But the other day I just had 
this epiphany that I need to go ahead and make more goals for myself than I have been, right? Um, I'm in a situation, I'm not going to go back to work um, because of my MS, but that doesn't mean I can't have goals. I had so many goals when I worked. I had so many goals when my kids were growing up. I, I did so much at church. I uh, had a nonprofit. I mean, my list was long. And um, sure, I took on too much sometimes, but I was the kind of person having these different areas that I was working on kind of fueled me and gave me energy, right? And so I've got to find a way now in my own life to maximize what I can do um, within my limit, within my limitations. So let's kind of recap. Um, The sooner you ditch old baggage, I encourage you really to go around your house and to um, make mental notes of what you need to, you know, organize and purge and then to do it or to get a team to help you. Um, I also encourage you to listen to my next podcast because I'm going to go into a lot more detail on that. The second part is realizing our dreams after we've ditched the baggage. And dreams and goals are critical. They are something that we have to have to keep us going. And again, they can look any, any way. I mean, goals, your goals may not look like mine at all, which is great. You may think of goals or dreams in different ways than I do. That's great. We've got to have those things, though, that we're reaching for, that keep us going, that give us hope. So, words of hope. I always end with some words of hope. And I found another quote by another person I follow on Instagram. And this is a, a gal and that I wanted to read her quote. And it's just so nice as we think about this. You know, I was just talking about what we need to do, right, in our physical spaces to organize, to purge, and how we need to have dreams and goals. But on the other hand, what we need to realize, we're making those within the knowledge of God's love for us. Let me read this. We can't really understand that God loves us just as we are until we cease our striving, setting aside all the achieving, performing, and perfecting, that makes us feel valuable and lovable. Um, This almost sounds contrary to what I was just saying. I was talking about doing things, right? Having our goals, having our dreams. But that needs to come after we realize the truth of this quote. Because we can't really understand that God loves us just as we are until we cease our striving, setting aside our achieving are performing, and are perfecting. And so you have to realize this first. God's love for us um, is not based on our goals, is not based on how organized our house is. It's based on his love for us as we are because he created us. And when we have a relationship with him, it's his righteousness. It's his holiness. It's his justification for us because he loves us so much. And so always go first with God's love for you and then see how these things help you be that person he's created you to be. 
Hope you have a great day. I hope you make the most of this day. Hope you tune into the next podcast. Um, And thanks for um, listening to Hope in the Pain today.